Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a woman accuses a four-year-old toddler of seducing teenage boys. Our first Reddit post is from QueenSnow725. I've been student teaching this spring in a sixth grade class. It's been a stressful semester, but a good one. Since day one, I have been treated 100% like a colleague and equal by my teacher and her grade level partners. I'm very baby-faced and don't always look like I'm in my 20s, but I know these kids very well. I subbed for them a lot last year and in this past fall, so they already have respect for me and we have a decent relationship. This week, we're on a camping trip with four total classes. I finished student teaching, but my teacher invited me on as a teacher to get the experience. We mostly hang in the medical lodge and make sure kids take their meds each day. Easy gig after months of teaching. The kids are happy to see me. Anyways, we arrived at camp. I rode on the bus with my teacher. Two of the other teachers drove their cars with student luggage, and so did some of the parents. I got off the bus and started to head down to the lodge with the other teachers for our meeting with the camp director and the counselors. I stopped off to fill my water bottle before heading down. As I finished up, a mom came up to me. I smiled and was about to greet her. You can't wear that. Excuse me? Young lady, that is so inappropriate for a school setting. You're going to distract my son and all the other boys. I'm going to have to ask you to change as soon as we get to our cabins. For reference, I was wearing jeans, a black undershirt, and a tank top with thick straps that covered my bra. You literally only saw my black undershirt that kept my bra from being seen through the shirt. Oh, and it was 100 degrees, Fahrenheit. (laughs) Thanks for glaring that it's Fahrenheit. If it were 100 degrees Celsius, you'd all be being boiled alive. I let out a small chuckle. I thought it was a silly mix-up we could laugh about later. Nope, that set her off. Don't you dare laugh. I'm serious. Who is your teacher? You are so disrespectful. No wonder you're dressed like that, trying to get boys' attention, I bet. I put on my best, polite teacher dealing with parents' smile. Whose parent are you? She told me. Her kid was a troublemaker from another class. Miss Entitled Parent, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm not a student. I'm a teacher. And the camp's dress code allows my students to wear tank tops. So do not ask them to change. Now you're lying to me. Where is your teacher? I'm getting you sent home. One of my teacher's partners, Mrs. A, overheard the yelling and came over also in a tank top. Is there something you need, Mrs. O.P.? I shook my head. No, I was just introducing myself to Mrs. Entitled Mom. She didn't know Mrs. T had a student teacher this year. Mrs. A nodded earnestly. Miss OP has been such an asset to all of us this semester. Your son actually got a few science lessons from her this year. She's going to be a great teacher. (laughs) Entitled Mom was absolutely red in the face. Later that afternoon, we brought all the parents down to our air-conditioned lodge to talk them through the week ahead. Mrs. T, who is kind of our grades team captain, introduced me to the parents. 
<laughs> Everyone except Entitled Mom was happy to see me. And a few even said their kids loved having me as one of their teachers. The best part of the week so far was when her son ran up to me at dinner and asked in front of his mom, Mrs. OP, can you teach seventh grade next year? <laughs> teach seventh grade next year so you can be one of my teachers. I'm gonna miss you. At that point, I really hope OP leaned down and hugged the kid while staring into the entitled mom's eyes. Also, it's been a while since I've been in sixth grade. Can girls not show their shoulders in sixth grade? Is that a thing? If any of my viewers are in sixth grade, please let me know down in the comments. Our next Reddit post is from Denabler42. So, some important context. I lived, until recently, in a small Connecticut town that had a cove, with a connector that dumped into the river. The cove itself is quite large, about small lake-sized, with a large gravel parking area usually used for boat launches. Although, local cops like to park there, do paperwork, eat food, watch the water, and be thankful their small town isn't eventful enough to end up on something like Live PD. Because of the large body of still water, I like to come here to run RC boats. The boat I was running this time was my Spartan. This pic of when I took it to my family reunion in Rhode Island is the best I have at the moment. I've done more to it since then. It's three feet long, water-cooled electric, and fast. I think total, the boat itself, and all the upgrade parts I put on it, it's about a thousand bucks or so. Most of the time, if someone asks me if they can drive it, they're pretty understanding when I say no. But entitled parents aren't most people. By this point where we start the story, I was standing out on the floating dock, setting up a radar gun I'd borrowed from a friend of mine who drives a race car on its little tripod, and was putting the batteries in the boat to get it ready to go. I noticed a local cop had pulled into the parking area off to the side, and was in the process of unwrapping a grinder from the local shop up the street. Sandwich time had come, and from the look he was giving that grinder, it had been sorely missed. I also noticed a woman and her young son walking along the water's edge, and they noticed me setting up, which isn't hard since my boat is bright red. I noticed her trying to walk casual in the general area as I connected the power and put it in the water, poking the button on the radar gun for max hold while I did a slow figure eight to make sure everything was functioning. I'd had problems with the rudder servo before and it would hook a left as soon as you gave it throttle. As I lined up to make a pass in front of the radar gun, they approached me. Hey, that's a pretty cool toy boat. Mm-hmm, not fully paying her attention. I lined up my shot and floored the throttle screaming past the radar gun, 76 miles per hour. Wow, and so fast too. Mm-hmm, still not paying attention, lining up another shot. I floor it past again, keeping it more stable, 82 miles per hour. Are you listening to me? Sorry, sorry, I have to concentrate for speed runs to keep it steady. This whole style is fast, but not as stable as you'd think. I pulled it in next to the dock so I could talk to this woman. The entitled mother, going straight for the throat, apparently, 
think my son could try it out? Uh, sorry, no. This is pretty expensive and very fast. I point to the radar gun, still showing 82 miles per hour on the display. So, my son won't break it. He's a good boy. Ah, shoot. Here we go again, dot gif. Lady, your son looks like he's maybe eight, and I have a lot of money in this boat, so sorry, but no. You're just selfish. You let my son drive that toy boat. I'm his mother, and I say it's okay. Yep, that's right. She gave permission for someone else to use my stuff. <laughs> I, <lo> <laughs> I look over and lock eyes with the cop sitting in his car, sandwich crammed halfway in his mouth. I can see it in his eyes. He can see what's going on, but doesn't really want to interrupt sandwich time unless he has to. <laughs> Entitled mother takes advantage of my distraction to try and grab the transmitter from me. And since she's got me cornered on the edge of the floating dock, I wasn't able to just move away. So I ended up elbowing her in the process of shutting off the transmitter so the boat wouldn't run away and then wrestling it away from her. The cop takes notice, sighs, puts down his sandwich, <laughs> and gets out to approach us. <laughs> As he walks up, Entitled Mother is screaming at me about assault and lawsuits and other things I couldn't make out. She was hitting the pitch that caused physical pain. The cop says, okay, whoa, calm down, ma'am. What's going on here? This man assaulted me because I asked if my son could play with his toy. The cop sighs, pinches the bridge of his nose, and his face takes on the expression of, God freaking dang it. Okay, really? You're gonna try that? Really? You know I was watching you, right? The whole time. And I know, you know, that's not what really happened. But he... Stop. I don't want to hear it. Look, I'm on my lunch break, and I really don't want to deal with this right now. So let me tell you what's going to happen. But I... Don't interrupt me. Please. Here's what's going to happen. You and your son are going to walk away. Now. And let me get back to my lunch, and this man get back to whatever he's doing. You're going to do it now, or I'll give you a free ride in my car, and I guarantee you won't like how that ends. Are we clear? I. That's a yes or no question. Are we clear? The entitled mother visibly deflated. Yes, sir. Good. You're free to go now. The entitled mother sulks away slowly, constantly looking back at me. And the cop gives me sort of a half-hearted apology and goes back to his cruiser to resume sandwich time. I managed to hit 91 miles per hour on a fluke run before my battery started running low and I had to pack up. So that's it. My Sunday entitled mom encounter that ruined what would have been some good stress relief. Hope you guys enjoy, and as weird as it may seem for me to say, I actually genuinely hope I don't end up back here with another story. As each entitled parent encounter I have makes me rethink the whole going outside and doing human things bit just for a minute. 
too long, didn't read. Don't, <laughs> don't mess with sandwich time. <laughs> for messing with sandwich time, for a second, I thought we were about to see some police brutality. Our next Reddit post is from Unique LaHobo. I was playing with my four-year-old daughter in my backyard. It was warm, so I was splashing water on her. We have an unfenced yard, so several neighbors could see if they were looking out their window. A few moments later, Entitled Mother walks up to me. You are disgusting! Excuse me? You had this girl running around nude, trying to seduce innocent young men. What the heck are you talking about? She's four, and she's wearing underwear. You are disgusting! My poor 16-year-old son stays away from sin. I assume she meant passionately hugging, or videos about passionately hugging, but who cares? And then you have this thing. She actually called her a thing. Running around nude. She is four. And if your son is turned on by her, he is a pedophile. He's 16. He's a child. Children can't be pedophiles. If you don't put clothes on her, I'm going to call Child Protective Services. About 20 minutes later, the cops come to my home. My daughter was napping by this time. The officer said that he got a call about, oh geez, I don't know if I can say this on YouTube, an organized ring where people pay children to passionately hug them. I explained everything to the officer, <laughs> and he agreed that the woman was insane. I asked if I could file a report against her for watching my daughter, and he said there was nothing they could do. But we built a fence later that week. <laughs> the FBI would like to know your location. Our next Reddit post is from How to Be a Popsicle. What is it about babies that attracts all the crazy people? It's like they're zombies groaning, baby. All the Karens seem to want something from me because of my baby. The following is a collection of small interactions that I didn't think deserve their own posts. All of these have happened in just a few short weeks of my son's life. These Karens have got me effed, man. Here we go. One, while I was being discharged from the hospital, a woman demanded that I give her my son's car seat because she forgot hers. Note that her baby was in a car seat. <laughs> when I pointed this out, she told me that I was delusional and I needed to be put in psych. She then walked away with her child. Two, I had to take my baby out shopping with me only a week after he was born. I didn't want to, but we needed food and no one was available to watch him. A woman and her kid were in the aisle with me and the mom, not the kid, demanded to know what happened to my eye. My eye got seriously damaged when I was younger and now I wear an eye patch. I told her this and she said I was lying and traumatizing my baby. She then tried to take my eye patch off, causing her to see my nasty scars. She screamed and ran away, calling me satanic for mutilating my body. Three, I stopped at a fast food place because I needed a chocolate shake. I had a mother yell at me because she thought I was going to give my three-week-old baby a chocolate shake and refused to believe it was for me. What the heck, lady? 
Four, my husband took the baby to the doctor because he had a sneezing fit. A lady in the waiting room told him that it was probably because we had him circumcised. <laughs> Five, had a family friend at our house looking at our sink. He's a plumber. And his wife got super offended that I was breastfeeding in my own house. I don't want to see your boobs. I'm not gay. My son has been alive for not even a month. If this is how it's going to be all the time, I'm just going to lock myself and my baby in the house and not let anyone in. Lol, it's absolutely nuts. OP, I think you need to move. You're in like some sort of crazy Karen mecca. I'm really curious, where do you live? I'm guessing some sort of like upper middle class suburb. Am I close? That was r slash Entitled Parents. If you enjoy my videos, be sure to subscribe. Check out my podcast down in the description, as well as my merch store, also in the description. We'll be back with more r slash content right after this short break. Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled parent literally murders someone. Our first Reddit post is from Zaraf Faraz. I always thought these crazy people who don't mind their own business must be a rare breed and that I would never encounter one, but somehow I did. So a little bit of background before I start. I was born in Pakistan, but came to Canada when I was three. But by that time, I could already speak Urdu, Punjabi, and Hindi. The languages are fairly similar in many regards. And then I came to Canada and English was my fourth language. As I grew up, I also learned Arabic, French, and Japanese to varying competencies, but all within the realm of conversation. Having grown up in Canada, I have no accent when I speak English, so you wouldn't be able to tell me apart from a Caucasian person if you spoke with me over the phone. But also having learned so many languages, I'm able to pronounce a lot of sounds fairly accurately, so I sound authentic in all languages that I speak in to all but native speakers. Most of the languages that I know sound different enough from each other that someone that doesn't know them can still tell that the language is different. I've traveled back home to Pakistan a few times, and I would always encounter those beggars who come with elaborate stories. Like, my wife is sick and she needs surgery. And I managed to get money for that, but I need money for the flight to reach her, etc. I came up with a fun counter to that, which was that I would act like I didn't understand them at all and would start speaking in a different language that they wouldn't know. Japanese was my go-to language while in Pakistan. The reaction those people would have was quite hilarious. The cast of this story is Karen, the star of the show, Jimmy, Karen's husband, and a decent human being, Zaraf, me, Wifey, my wife, and Singh, the restaurant manager. So, my wife and I were at an Indian restaurant in Edmonton, Canada, enjoying our dinner and having a conversation. We speak a mix of Urdu and English, just mixing with whatever feels easy. To someone listening in, they would be able to understand enough to figure out what we were talking about in most cases. We were sitting in a booth table, so it was only open from one side. Karen and her family, Jimmy and her two daughters that looked like they were in their early teens, were sitting at an open table with an empty table between us. My wife is Pakistani like me, and what some Pakistanis like to do is eat rice with their hands. I prefer a spoon myself, but at this time, my wife was eating with her hands. 
Apparently, this Karen got offended at seeing my wife eat with her hands. When she came over, I started speaking in different languages, acting like I didn't understand what she was saying in English. I'll translate what I said and put in parentheses which language I said it in. Here's how it went down. Karen walks over to our table with a sour expression on her face. Jimmy calls to her, telling her to sit back down and leave us alone, but she ignored him. She addresses my wife directly. What's wrong with you? Can't you eat your food in a civilized manner like the rest of us? I say in Urdu, huh? What do you want? Can't you see we're eating? Karen looks at me with surprise. What did you just say? I say in Urdu to my wife, don't talk to her in English. Just do what I'm doing. And I say to Karen, you're just a crazy woman. Go sit back down. Why aren't you speaking in English? <laughs> my wife starts smiling and I try hard to keep a straight face. <laughs> my wife says in Urdu, we are just enjoying our meal. Why don't you go and sit down? I just heard you speaking in English. I know you can talk in English. Yeah, I can, but I choose to not do so. I think she's getting upset. I know, that's what makes this so much fun. Stop it! Talk in English like I heard you before! I say in Japanese, so you were listening in on our conversation. Don't you have any manners? Wait, that's some other language now. What the heck is this? Jimmy says, leave them alone, Karen. They don't speak English. I know they do. They're just pretending not to. It doesn't matter. Just sit down. I start waving toward her table. That's right. Go back to your table, you loud cow. Karen, they aren't doing anything wrong. Leave them alone. She's eating with her hands. I can't let the girls learn her uncivilized ways. <laughs> I say to my wife, in Hindi, start licking your fingers. My wife starts licking the rice off her right hand off the top parts of her fingers, and that makes Karen rage even more. Oh my god, look at how gross she is being. Stop looking at her if you don't like it then. I say in Arabic, hey, you dumb jerk, do you behave this way everywhere you go? He changed languages again. <laughs> again, I know he did. His accent changed. I say in Japanese, yep, and I can keep changing. Speak in English. You must have heard them wrong. They don't know English. Leave them alone. Then why are they living here? They don't deserve to live here if they don't know English. I was having a hard time keeping a straight face, so I disguised it by raising my voice and appearing angry. I gestured towards her and then pointed at her table. Are you so dumb you can't even listen to your husband? Go sit down and stop embarrassing yourself. You don't deserve to be here. Get out. At this point, the restaurant manager Singh shows up and sees what all the commotion was about. He's an Indian guy with a pretty heavy accent when he spoke in English, so I knew he'd speak either Hindi or Punjabi. Excuse me, can you please keep your voice down? What's going on here? This woman is eating with her hands and it's disgusting. 
She's corrupting my children with her barbaric ways. Ma'am, there are no rules that forbid her from eating with her hands. Please leave them alone or I'll have to ask you to leave. Now Jimmy gets up and comes over to where Karen is. Sit down, Karen. You've embarrassed yourself enough. This is why I can't take you anywhere. I say in Punjabi, ignore this dumb cow. Her brain is smaller than a Ladoo, an Indian sweet. The manager starts laughing at my comment and Karen gets even redder in the face since she probably thinks we were making fun of her. All of you should go back to your country. Jimmy just takes her arm and leads her back to their table and sits her down, telling her to shut up. <laughs> her daughters look like they want to sink into the floor from embarrassment. I ramble a few more sentences in varying languages as a kind of venting before my wife tells me to just leave it alone. We finish our dinner about 10 minutes later, with Karen glaring at us the whole time. I go pay the bill, and as we're walking out of the restaurant, we pass near Karen's table. I call out to Jimmy in perfect English with no accent while smiling and give him a wave. Hey buddy, I hope you enjoy your dinner. Have a good night. Karen's eyes bulge as she screams, I knew it! See, they know English! She tried to stand up suddenly, but instead ended up falling over backward in her seat. My wife and I left the restaurant laughing before she could do anything else. <laughs> what kind of moron goes to an ethnic restaurant and then yells at people there for eating ethnic food in the ethnic style and then speaking the ethnic language? What a moron! Our next Reddit post is from Gaming Onslaught. Hello again. I decided today is a good day to tell the story about the entitled dad that turned my whole life upside down. So let's get on with this. This happened six years ago. It was a week after my birthday and we decided to throw a late birthday party. My parents were busy with work on my actual birthday so we rescheduled the party. I invited quite a few of my friends but one of them didn't seem to show up. His father called my parents saying he'd be late to the party. The party was from 7pm to 12am. He never showed up. Once the party was over, we were heading home. We were about 5 or 10 minutes from Oslo cause we had the party at our lodge just outside the city and talking about how fun the party was. That conversation was cut short when a vehicle drifted into our lane and collided with us. I blacked out. When I woke up in a hospital bed, I started to panic. But the doctor that was running tests on me to make sure I'm okay told me to calm down and that I was alright. After about 20 to 30 minutes of questioning and small tests, I asked the big question, Sir, where are my parents? The doctor basically froze there for 10 seconds and responded, and I'll never forget what he told me. OP, I'm sorry, but your parents didn't survive the crash. My parents were deceased. I was informed that my dad was killed on impact and my mom was pronounced dead when she arrived at the hospital with me. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to cry, but all I felt was anger. I knew the person who drifted into my lane was at fault, so I asked who crashed into us. It was my friend's dad, that god dang entitled dad. 
Apparently, Entitled Dad was under the influence of something when he arrived and was currently handcuffed to a hospital bed. One of the nurses told me later that he was demanding help before his son was treated. His son was on freaking life support because of the accident. He was sent to jail for a DUI and I don't know if he's been released or not. But if he's out there, he better hope we don't cross paths. I'm currently living in a foster home with a wonderful family who treats me like I'm their own flesh and blood. But as long as I'm alive, I'll never forget my real parents. And I'll never forget my best friend. And I'll never forgive Entitled Dad for what he did. Thank you for listening. Man, I'm sorry, OP. That's really tough to hear. Our next Reddit post is from NLGZ. My daughter's friend from school came home with her one day. They were doing girly stuff that normal 14-year-olds do. Makeup, nails, etc. I hear a blood-curdling scream and run upstairs, expecting the worst. I open the bathroom door and the girl is on the toilet with blood on her toilet paper. I was like, okay, she started her period. Nothing too crazy. My daughter and I sit her down and I explain why we have periods and what that means for her from now on. We hug her and congratulate her on this next step of her life. Afterwards, we go get her supplies from the store and grab ice cream. She is all calmed down and feeling special at this point. I took her home and thought it was strange her parents never mentioned anything to her about any of this. She was 14 after all. About an hour later, I receive a call from her livid mother who berates me for having the audacity to tell her daughter about those private things and that she will learn things on her own just like she, the mom, had to. I was completely stunned. She had no intention of explaining anything to her daughter. She then said the girls couldn't be friends anymore. Her daughter would still come over without the parents knowing, and she still calls me to this day, six years later, for guidance in her life. I don't get it. What does this mom expect OP to say to this little girl? I'm so sorry, little girl. You're bleeding internally. You're going to die. Our next Reddit post is from Baby Shark. A bit of backstory. I go to school and live in Indiana most of the time. However, since I've already gotten off of school, I'm spending my summer in Chicago with my gram. Anyone who lives in Chicago knows that the public schools get off in mid to late June. So I like to spend a good amount of time just walking around and going to the park. I've only been stopped by someone once and I just let them know the situation. Yesterday, I'm sitting at the park on a swing, minding my own business. Now, I'm 14, but I have one of those 8-16 to year old faces, so I sometimes get strange looks. Up walks to me our entitled parent. Someone who clearly asked for the manager at McDonald's this morning. We're talking anywhere from mid-30s to late-50s with two toddlers in tow. This lady is our entitled parent. It's fresh in my mind, but still not exact. Um, aren't you supposed to be in school? Actually, I'm already out. No, you don't get out until later this month. I go to school somewhere else. Then why are you here? There's no schools out for summer around here. Me, now standing up and putting my book down. 
I'm visiting my grandmother and decided to come read a book in peace in the park. Mommy, he's wearing a kitty cat shirt. I nod and gesture to my sweatshirt, which clearly says school name Panthers. Yeah, this is the school I went to out in Indiana. You probably stole that so you could get away with all this. I'm calling an officer. Me, under my breath, for God's sake. And now you use the Lord's name in vain? Thank God I was saved by one of the workers at the field house who knows me. Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave this boy alone. But he should be in. I didn't ask for you to explain. Leave him alone or leave the park. She gave me a dirty look before walking away. I thanked the field worker and went back to my book. That was r slash entitled parents and this is r slash puppy bloopers. Our next Reddit post. Dog, I literally just started. I literally just started. Our next Reddit post is from gaming. Really? Can I go now? Thank you. Our next Reddit post. Uh, oof. Uh, oof. Our next Reddit post is. Woof. Burk. All right, come cuddle, but come on. Come on. Come cuddle, Papa Dog. No, do you want to cuddle? Or, if you don't want to cuddle, then let me, let me work, dog. All right, fine then. Our next Reddit post is from Gaming On. Ruff! 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 You go. Come on, man. Our next Reddit post is from Gaming Onslaught. Dog. Alright, fine, you win. Let's go play. <laughs>